Tracy. Hello, folks. Uh, apologize for the uh, the long absence. We've had uh, some life events that have, have kind of uh, taken precedent over podcasting. Um, one of which, right, is uh, our uh, our resident co-host Josh Tracy just went through uh, just moved just moved apartments, right? And so we thought we'd take this time to kind of talk about talk about the move, talk about uh, you know just uh, life changes. And so, so Josh, where did you where did you end up uh, moving from? It's not a not a far move, right? No, I moved like five miles down the road. Yeah. But if you live in North Jersey, five miles is a drastic amount of space. Like the, it's probably no. I think it is literally five miles. Um, it's probably like thirty minutes. <laughs> it, it's it's about twenty minutes, and it's like three towns. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it it it's. It's a different environment, even though it is literally five miles. But it's also different because, like, this was my first move with stuff. And that was so different from what I was expecting. What do you mean by that? So, and there's a few reasons why this move was different. Because I've, I've moved into college. I moved into my first apartment. This apartment, though, I moved with stuff that I never had because I had no reason to own it. Like, good plates and good silverware and cookware, like a significant quantity of pots and pans, not mm. just like this one pan I had in college and this yeah. one pot I had in college. Yeah. Um, artwork, shit that was on the walls, um, TVs, like multiple TV, multiple pieces of furniture, like in general, mm. because when I moved in, my girlfriend and I moved into our first apartment, we collected a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, so like the couch made it in there eventually. You know, like the bookcase made it in there eventually. Like day one, you didn't have that much stuff. Right. The first week or so that we lived there, I worked on a folding chair in the living room looking at a TV on the floor. Like there was nothing there, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when we moved out, we had a fuck ton of shit. And so moving all that shit was so different from what I was expecting. And I really put into perspective how much of a bitch this is to do. Yeah. So did you, did you rent a moving truck? Did you use movers? Did you, how did you do it? So we, this, the apartment that we're in, it's yeah. much brighter, much, much brighter. Um, had having a, a white background is weird. Um, Cause now I feel like I look very dark, but um, it was, it was vacant. So our, our new landlord let us move in over the course of the month. So we spent all of our time uh, like a, every day after work for the month of April, we just, boxed up more shit, towed it over here, emptied out those boxes and brought them back to use again the next day or so. Spent the whole month of April basically just doing that. And then uh, last day of the month, we rented a U-Haul, put all the furniture in that bitch, um, barely fit, uh, which again, I we got like, I got the next size up in U-Haul from what I thought we'd need just to make super sure we wouldn't, like run the fuck out of space and, and we did. yeah we fucking dude like when we closed it it was just it was like two inches from hitting the furniture so, there. so which which one did you get did you get a truck did you get a pickup truck did you get a van did no you a get... truck it was a 17 foot truck you filled up a 17 foot truck I know that was my reaction too. I was like, are you Dude, fucking serious because I, I was gonna say maybe you did the mistake because when I moved I got I think the smallest you can get is a 10 foot or 10 or 12 foot truck. 
and like the next size is like a 15. And so I, I knew that like, I probably only needed a 10 foot truck or 12 foot, whatever the smallest one was. Um, Cause I didn't really have that much stuff. Like you were saying, like when I first moved in, but, uh, but somebody had told me get the 15 foot truck because that's the, like the small one doesn't have a ramp. You got to lift everything up into the truck. And so the 15 foot's the smallest one you get with the ramp. So I was going to say, Maybe you should have got, but you got the 17 foot truck, which definitely had a ramp and you still fucking filled it. So we didn't uh, even use the ramp. I don't know because the parking lot at our old apartment sucks. And sorry. So if you're driving through it, right, you're pulling into the parking complex, then there's spots here on the side, right? If you're not, if you're not watching the podcast on YouTube, then this makes very little sense. But I, the parking I, spots I are perpendicular to the, to the road that you're driving in. I'm with you. So I tried pulling the U-Haul into one of the spots and it fit, but no cars could get by me. And there's a second parking lot down at the end and people actually park there. So that would be a problem. But we did this in the middle of the day on a Friday. So everyone was at work. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up doing was parking uh, parallel to the road, taking up three parking spots because there was nobody there. It just like triple parked across all the spots. Right. But no room for the ramp. There was there, right because there was one car, one car. Oh, There's five bastard. spots. There was one car, and we pulled the ramp all the way out. My back is against the car. I'm like, we can't fucking put this down. No, like, yeah, yeah. So we didn't get the chance to use it. That but, sucks. Uh, that sucks. That sucks a lot. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, moving furniture is a bitch, man. I'm I'm really happy you didn't ask me to help because I I would have. Well, that's one. Struggled to find an excuse to get out of it, but I would have tried my hardest. So, and that's one of the other reasons, like, we really wanted to do it the way that we did it is that, you know, we had help from our folks last time when we moved into our last apartment. And I hated it. Yeah. Um, because for one, I don't want to do all that coordinating while I'm also trying to move while I have a full-time job. Like, I don't, I don't want to deal with like all these people. And two, I hate being the guy who's like, hey, how are you doing? Can you do some shit for me? Like, if it's yeah. necessary, yeah. if it's yeah. absolutely necessary, yeah. no other option, I'll do it. Like, yeah. our friend Skyler moved to Austin, Texas recently. If he had asked us to move, help him move some shit from his apartment to the U-Haul box, not all the way to Austin, but just like this big U-Haul box thing that he had, we would probably do it because he it's time sensitive. He can't just be like, oh, I need an extra week. Like, he has to go to Austin, Texas. Yeah. We would have done it. But... I mean, we're, uh, we're, see, I would have still tried to get out of that. Really? <laughs> I still think I would have tried to get out of that. I, I would have maybe I'd have maybe felt a little worse, but I still would have tried to get Dude, I fucking hate moving. Well, it I sucks. It sucks. Moving. Now, and then you got to deal with your parents now, and, the, or your uh, siblings. And that shit sucks. The thing is, though, I hate moving, but I don't mind unpacking. Like, I actually I like finding places for stuff to go. Are you like that? Because like, absolutely. The phase that you're in now, all the stuff's in the apartment. Oh, that's my favorite part. Because now it's like, well, I get to figure out where all the shit goes. Yeah. I like it's that. the best. I hate getting all the shit there, though. Yeah, it, always no, take, it always takes longer than I'm prepared for it to take. Like, I, I'm, I mean, I'm 25 years old now. I'm, I'm, I have the- You're middle-aged. I have the- <laughs> I have the mental capacity to like figure out like, oh, it's probably going to take me like a full day to move all this stuff. But like in my head, like emotionally, whatever, like I'm still like, oh, it's going to take like an hour, an hour, hour and a half tops. It'll all be in there. It'll all be good. And like I actually when I move, like 
I got lucky the day that I was moving, it actually fucking snowed. So I'm like unloading shit out of the truck in the snow, trying to not get like the couch covered in snow on the way into the apartment. It was a fucking mess. Um, I mean, it, honestly, it was really nice that, that you're that you were able to kind of do it piecemeal like that because you didn't have like, oh, we've got to all do it on this one day. Like you can kind of take your time. Dude, it would have been abject chaos because like we yeah. we must have taken over the course of the month of April. Dude, I'll say but treating each car as a separate trip. Mm-hmm. I'll say 30 trips. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because you guys have yeah. tiny cars. You guys don't have big cars. Right. And, you know, granted, some of it's because, like, you know, we take a trip with some sensitive stuff that we otherwise might have tried to pack. And because we had the leap, like like this microphone, I didn't put it in a box. I brought it exactly as it is. And Just it occupied my entire front seat, which yeah. would have been like a box. You know, that would have been where a box of stuff went. So, like, we had the ability to do that. So yeah. we did. Um but yeah, I, I, I can't, like, we were lucky that we were able to move into our last apartment piecemeal. We're lucky that we were able to move into this apartment piecemeal. And I'm oh, you estimating- the last place too? Yeah, yeah. Because the, there were tenants in there before us, but they were moving out before our lease was set to start. So our landlord was just like, fucking so had, go for it. Gotcha. Word. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we're estimating that the next place we get would probably be a house at this point. Um, which we would get to move into piecemeal, yeah. Assuming that our landlord was cool with us, like taking a little extra time to get out of here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, dude. Yeah, I fuck, mean, if you could avoid shit, if you could avoid that that you know monster move, then hey, man, that's awesome because it's garbage. It's got I, I didn't even move that much stuff. It wasn't even that much stuff. Most of the stuff that I have. Actually, that's not, that's not true. I did have quite a bit of furniture when I moved in. I had a coffee table and like uh, a TV stand and stuff like that. But dude, yeah. like when, when you the, started, yeah, go ahead. One of, no, one of the other unexpected things, and this might not be as applicable to you because of who you are as, as a person, but one of the other, one of the other things that I really wasn't expecting is how much fucking space food takes up when you're moving. Because think about it. We had a fridge and two freezers with food in it. And we had been like taking it easy at the grocery store the yeah. whole month. Cause we knew we'd have to move everything. Yeah. And it still took four boxes to fill or to empty all the food we had in the fucking apartment with the cabinets and, and the, the you know, the, the pantry, like everything, you know, that random, there's six boxes of pasta that you bought like nine months ago and oh, yeah. are waiting just, to eat. Like yeah. those take up fucking space. And it was ridiculous. I didn't even think about the. So I was thinking about the fridge and going like, yeah, that would take up quite a bit of space. But the pantry space, just shit that you just had, like salt and pepper, like and yeah, just dude. like fucking condiments and spices and shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a box. That's a that's probably a whole box of just condiments and spices, right? Oh, dude, for me it was two boxes. Two boxes. There you go. Yeah. So um, much shit. I mean, so I haven't had to go through that yet. Because like when I moved here, I, I wasn't taking groceries from my parents' house here. I mean, like same just, when, you know. when we moved to our, our first apartment, I was like, "Fucking just keep it." Like I had like some cans of soup and a, and a fucking thing of ketchup, and it's just like just fucking keep it. Like what yeah, do I care? I don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll get by. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you, yeah, you just you didn't move it all. Cause you can't eat it all. Cause you know, if you eat it all, then you got no food, right? Like you, like you. Well, and that was that was the balance. Is like people were like, all right, we're we're gonna stop buying 
food because then we'll have leftovers. And yeah. like, we can't have leftovers because then we're going to have to fucking bring them with us or throw them out at some point. So we're like, we're just going to get frozen food and eat like shit. Yeah. For like, well, you either do that because also think about it like this. If you have actual food in the house, you have to then cook it. That means that you have to keep pots and pans in the apartment and that takes up all that space too. Yeah, frozen yeah, food, yeah. you have those fucking trays you shove yeah. in the stove and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. foil. I mean, so either that or you end up like making a, a spaghetti and mayonnaise sandwich because that's like that's all that you got left in the house. Like you got to make some weird ass concoctions because it's just what you got left. You know, Do you remember when we went to Toronto and we stopped at that burrito place before we went to the Blue Jays game and they put spaghetti in the burritos? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. I forgot dude, about that place. I tell that everybody. Fucking crazy. So fucking weird. I tell everybody about the time I got spaghettis in my burrito and no one understands. And it was like, because like, so for reference, for any, anyone who doesn't know this fucking specific burrito place in Toronto, like they had everything in containers. Like you would see it like fucking Chipotle. And yeah. I didn't look very hard when I ordered my burrito. And I was like, just give me one of everything. Because, you know, I, I glanced. It's like, all right, I see peppers. I see onions. Sure. Like I like this shit. And then this woman just reaches in and pulls out a handful of fucking spaghetti. <laughs> he just throws this shit in the fridge. Like, what the fuck are you and doing? And I remember we all like looked at each other like, wait, like we had to make sure like we, you saw that too, right? That was spaghetti. Yeah, that was spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. So I thought it was spaghetti. Why, why spaghetti? Why is it in the burrito? Um, fuck dude. I forgot about that place. That was one of the weirdest fucking culinary experiences of my life. Yeah. I, maybe it's a maybe it's a Canadian thing, man. Maybe they like, I don't even know. They, I mean, they're into weird shit, aren't they? Don't they? They they do that stuff, right? What isn't like you know? No, I don't. I don't know. The only the Canadian food I can think of is like poutine. That's all I can think of too. And yeah. that's, just, that's just French fries with gravy. Yeah, it's very normal. I mean, it's not that. I mean, it's a little weird. They call their uh, ham bacon. Yeah, those those thick slices of Canadian bacon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I do remember the spaghetti burrito place. Um, and yeah, that was terrible. That was Oh, and, uh, and that's the other thing. It was bad. Like the food It wasn't was a it wasn't a good burrito place. Why did we go there? Because it was those, right outside the stadium. Did, did we bring those burritos into the stadium? Yes, we did. We ate them in the stadium, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. Um and most that, of us did not finish them. No, cuz no, cuz they were bad. They, they were, were bad. so bad. Yeah. yeah. Um Oh, and that was the indoor uh, stadium too, right? It was like really steep. Like, yeah, you were like, yeah. just like, it was like a straight vertical down. Like, yeah, that was a and weird. And it was empty as shit. It was empty and as like, shit. There was nobody. I mean, it, it was like COVID times, but in 2018 or some shit. Like, I mean, there was the thing, nobody fucking there. I think there were a lot of, like, there was a decent number of people. There was just a lot of empty seats though. So it felt really empty. Yeah. Um, and I think it also like, because it was like enclosed it should have been a lot louder but it was like weirdly quiet it was very quiet like like because of how empty it was yeah. um yeah that was a very very strange uh experience baseball game the whole nine yards that was e weird. everything about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and to top it all off like skylar and i were like high as shit because we had just gone to the pot store and talked to the lady in the pot store and told her we were going to Blue Jays game. She said, oh, you want this weed. This is the, this is the baseball game weed. You want to 
smoke this before you eat a shitty burrito and watch baseball. And she was right. They know what they're doing over there at the pot store. It is a little, it, it's a little bit. Uh, Remember when we little- tried to find the first pot store and it didn't exist? It was like 235. And we, and we weren't even a, the only people doing it. No, so several other people, people walked up like, hey, yeah. do you know where the pot store is? And we're like, I don't know. We're looking for the pot store. It was like someone's apartment. It was like, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't even that. that. So, so when we showed up to, to the spot, it was like two, the, the street address was 235 or some shit like that. Yeah. I forget what street, but it was 235 thereabouts. And we walk up. And there was 234 and there was 236 and there was no 235. And we were like, where the fuck is it? So we went in the building that was 236. We go downstairs. It's like a public pool or some shit. And we we're like, all right, oh, this yeah. definitely is not oh, it. Yeah. And we like left and there was like, we were like, Does it, is it like a pop-up shop or some shit? And then people kept coming up and be like, where's the pot store? And we're like, we have no fucking clue. <laughs> and we had to go yeah. to a different one. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. Um, I also remember, I think before we found a legit one, after we found the not existent one, we found a sketchy ass one where it was like, all right, you can come in like one at a time and like, you've got to show your ID and you got to like, give us your ID while you shop. Yeah. It's like super fucking, it was like, it was weird. Like the shades in the window were like closed off and there was, it was like, it was super fucking sketchy. It was very much so not a legit operation. Um, but then we found like that one. It was literally like an Apple store. It looked yeah, like an Apple yeah. store inside. And uh, dude, they were selling technology in there. They weren't yeah. selling weed. <laughs> no, no, that was that was it was crazy. It was they really, were selling really an experience. Um, and the other thing that really blew my mind was that it wasn't I'd expected to pay way more for that. Like it wasn't that much more expensive than like what you'd find like on the street here in the U.S. It was like the same price, but it was like a highly curated experience. I still love right after we went there, we were going to go to graffiti alley and Dan was about to spark up his joint. And then a cop turned the corner and he was like, he had, he had the joint in his mouth and the flame up to it. And there was a brief pause where he was like, this is so fucking illegal. And then, and then, did it anyway because it was because you can't legal yeah yeah and he looked at me he was like that was fucking horrifying i'm like yeah uh yeah i was scared for you yeah it's weird it's definitely definitely weird and then we saw human shit in the graffiti alley remember that that we saw a human shit in graffiti alley like right at the end we were all looking around i only there was other people who saw it too and we were all like remember that but but sort of yeah um yeah sure sure yeah anyway um it was a good trip it was a good trip it was a good trip that might have been the last like big trip i took before covid was that in 2019 or 2018 that we did that i think that was 20 it was 2019 yeah i think it was the fall of 2019 i think that might have been the last big trip i took before covid yeah i think you're right yeah because the trip after that I was supposed to go on was the Montreal trip that got canceled. Which never happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's crazy because it feels like that feels like a long fucking time ago. It does. I mean, it, it was a long time ago. It was almost two years ago. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah, that is weird. Damn. All right, pivoting now. Let's get back, back on track. What yeah, back to the main about? topic. So, well, I want to. I want to. I forget what we were talking about, but it doesn't matter. So. So in my mind, when we were 
still living at the other place, right? My, my our other apartment, mm-hmm. my girlfriend mm-hmm. and I. We were planning on just like being there until we were gonna own property, mm-hmm. with no idea of like what that time frame really looked like. Whether because it wasn't gonna be in one year. This this move really took us by surprise when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know whether it be like I don't know three years or four years or whatever. We were planning on just like all right, this is where we'll be, and then there will be a house. So the fact that we're even in a second apartment is. I mean, it's a nice apartment. It's great, but it, it's it's wasn't just, part it's, of the original plan, right? And whether it was like strictly like so much a formal plan as it was, is both of us kind of having the same idea of like what was going to happen. It wasn't sure. that. Um, so you're still in your first apartment. Mm-hmm. What do you see the next move being if it exists? I mean, so I mean, so the the big difference right between you and me is that I'm single. I, I, I think about this a bunch, right? I mean, I could totally see myself being in this apartment for the next five, seven years, right? Yeah. And like, and then going right from this to owning a home or, or, or being in a, or whatever it is, right? Uh, at the same time, though, one of the things that like I always told you, Skylar, like all of my friends, right? One of the things that like I, that I, one of the ways that like I justified or rationalized paying rent versus like finding a house and just, you know, having a mortgage of the same monthly cost and gaining equity was that by renting, I'm not tied down anywhere. Like I can up and move anywhere I want, whenever I want, kind of, especially now that I'm working remote, like totally with COVID and with my new position and everything like that. Like I have no, I don't have an office. Like my office is here in this chair. So like I can fucking move to Canada. I could go to Europe. I can move across the country and do exactly what I'm doing right now. And like, there's nothing, there's no reason other than like my friends and family all live around here. Um, But like, if I wanted to, I could just like up and move to fucking Nebraska if I wanted to. And there'd be nothing keeping me here. So it's tough because like, I, I like the idea of having all that freedom. At the same time though, I don't have anything that's necessarily driving me out of this apartment so knowing me and just knowing you know that i'm the kind of person who just like hey i'm settled like i i'm i'd rather not change stuff if i don't have to change stuff i could totally see myself being here for the next five years um at the same time though i have no idea what's going to happen in my personal life you know between now and five years from now uh, I very well could meet somebody come into a great promotion and then be ready to move into a house in three years. I have no idea. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm very much so keeping my options open. I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to make a plan or anything like that. And I also just, I, in my gut, like I just can't see myself like buying a house before at least anytime before I'm 30. So the next five years, I just don't see it unless something big happens in my life. Right? Why, why is that just like conceptually, you just can't picture it or does he have like a, a concrete reason aside from the, uh, the tied down thing? Well, I, I mean, I, I've always just, you know, well, one, I, I don't necessarily see 
if I, if I'm, if I, you know, if I, I'm 30, right. And I'm still single and I, I don't have, you know, dude, you, you hypothetically said I'm 30. And for a second, I was like, oh shit, man, it's awesome. Like, I like forgot how old you were for a second. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not 30. I'm 25, but like, let's say I'm yeah. 30. Right. And I'm still single, still like, don't have a family. Don't have, right. What do I get? But I mean, there's the equity, right? There's the, you, you, you get equity, right? But other, like, what other benefits do I get from owning a home? I, I mean, all of the things that I could think about that I, all the reasons I would want to own a home, right? To, to have a yard, right? To, to be able to raise a family and right? None of that comes like until I've, I've got the family, you know, what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm not looking to settle down yet. You know what I mean? And like, if I get to that point and I am looking to settle down, I'm hundred percent going to be looking for houses and I'm going to want a yard. I'm going to want peace and quiet and all that shit. But like, as long as I'm single and in my twenties and like looking to just like do stuff and have fun and like be where other people are. No, I think I'd rather be in an apartment in a city, like renting. Yeah. Plus your apartment's in a great spot. Yeah. And so like, I, again, I don't really have many drivers pushing me out. I have a, I have nothing tying me down either. But, you know, until something comes along that, uh, you know, pushes me either, you know, to want more space because all of a sudden now there's another person here living with me or whatever. I, I don't know. I think I'm going to stay put. And I, I think that's probably the best way to do it. And I mean, like, that's basically where I've been at. Like, I was going to be staying at my parents' place for the foreseeable future just so I could pay off my student loans. Mm -hmm. And then I got in my relationship with Kel, which has been great. And we ended up moving in together. Yeah. And then we were planning on staying there until we did something different. And then we got told y'all got to leave. And you were literally told you have to leave. (laughs) Yeah. You have the option of staying. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 you know, one one act one act of force of good and one act of force of fuck this bitch yeah um, <laughs> uh, but both of which you know were 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 an external pressure like like you're saying like something else happening something changed and, and i then, think yeah. you know i think for a lot of things in life complacency maybe not the best but for a living situation having the stability and a place to put all your shit mm-hmm. um probably good to have a little bit of complacency there See, i i I like i like the thought i the word complacency has a bad connotation right it does but uh, stability right i think it just stability is a better word i mean because like i think you know if it would be one thing if i were in a crappier apartment or like uh you know whatever but like i lucked out with where it is i lucked out with the size of it i lucked out with everything you know and it's just a nice apartment that i don't there is no need to change me. Me. Like the only reason I would move is because I want to move right now. And I don't right, really want to move. Great. And I don't really want to move right now. So, you know, I, I, some of my best friends live in my building. Like, why, where would I go? <laughs> where, where, where am I going to go? You know? So I think barring a, a big life change, I think I'm going to stay put here for the foreseeable future. Um, now, I mean, as you are, you know, firsthand witness to, life events can happen like that and things can change super quickly. Who knows? I have no idea. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, I'm definitely going to be here for the next five years. I have no idea, but 
you know, I have been thinking about it, especially because, uh, you know, around the wintertime when I had to renew my lease, like I was planning on renewing my lease anyway. Um, but just kind of that, like, realization of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be here for another year now. Like, that's official. Like, I'm here for, I'm going to be here for at least two years. Um, I don't know, it was a little weird. And it got me thinking more about like, huh, would I want to leave? Would I want to move? Like, is there some other place that I want to go to? Um, cause when I originally moved here, like the, the, one of the big driving reasons was I needed to stay close to my office, which is like 40 minutes from here right now. Um, but now I, I mean, between COVID and my position change, like I don't need to go into that office anymore. So right. the one thing that was like tying me to this area really isn't tying me to this area anymore. You know? I mean, I realistically, I don't think I would just up and move to the other side of the country for fun because all my friends and family are on this or around here. So, um, but I mean, you know, if a awesome job opportunity presented itself or, 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 you know, I met the love of my life and she was, she wanted to move to the other side of the country, whatever, like, why not? So let me ask you this now. This is another thing Kel and I have been talking about recently. Um, let's assume you are 30, promotion great. Um, let's leave a relationship out of it just to make it solely autonomous for Matt Tory. Yeah. Uh, house buying mode. You, mm -hmm. The urge has hit you. The okay. financials are right. Where do you look? And what are you looking for? Because both of us moved somewhere between 20 and 30 miles from home, which isn't like a huge distance per se, although yeah. the towns that we're living in are very different yeah. Yeah. from where we grew up, which is, yeah. um, for me, unmitigatingly a good thing. Um, but because like when, I, when, you, when you're like younger, by younger, I mean, even like three years ago for me. Yeah the concept of a house was like uh, a house. It, you know, like when you ask someone who doesn't play guitar, um, Hey, you want to, what would you think if I got you a guitar? They're probably just picturing a box with strings. They yeah. might be picturing a Fender Stratocaster or like a Gibson Les Paul, but like they're the, de the details are not in their mind. Yeah. Right. Right. They, they pickups don't no fucking clue. Actual make and model, no fucking clue. Amplifiers, no fucking clue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that we've like gone through move number two, we've had the idea of like, all right, so if the next move is a house and, you know, in theory, like the a final ish move, where would that be? And what are we looking for? Have you ever considered that? I've Even never, just like loosely. I've never considered it in, in the idea that like, I've never sat down and get like, where would I want to move to? But I have thought about like certain areas and, and, and thought like, yeah, that might be a good place to move to. Or like, no, I wouldn't want to move there. And like, I mean, it's a little different if I'm single versus in a relationship. The reason being, if I'm in a relationship, I think like things like school district and that weighs into the conversation a little bit more. If it's just me, I don't really care if the school district sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's okay with me. I'm not going to be going to school there. Um, now, as far as like what I'd be looking for in a house, I'm the kind of person like I'm not uh, 
oh, dude, I can't wait to redo my kitchen and like do all this shit. Like with my, like, I don't want to do any of that. There's a lot of people that I know who are like that and like love the idea of, of finding not necessarily a fixer upper, but a house that they can make their own. They can do stuff to. I don't want that. I, I would no. ra- much rather it be as seamless as possible. Move in ready. Yeah, exactly. Move in ready. I, you know, I, I also, when I was much younger, right? In like my teenage years, like bigger the house, the better, right? Fucking let's live in a goddamn mansion. Now though, like that's just more shit I got to clean and more shit I got to take care of. And, like, and more shit you'd have to buy because imagine- Fill like, up all that space. Yeah, Dude, exactly. yeah, like it, it, it's going to get empty. Real, It's going to look empty so much if you don't put just shit in rooms. Yeah, yeah. And so even just like filling up a one bedroom apartment, literally I've got all my stuff in and went like, huh, all the walls are empty. And like, it feels really empty in here. I had to buy a bunch of shit to fill it up. That's a one bedroom apartment. So, I mean, I have really, I think I've put more emphasis and more like thought into like, I just want to, I want to enjoy the space that I'm in. I want there to be enough space that like, I can have people over, you know? Um, but I don't want like a, just a ton of space just for having a big house. Like, I would much right. rather have like a uh, a nice, you know, modern house, you know, like you know, fifteen hundred square feet, whatever, than like this big, huge five thousand square foot mansion that was, you know, just decadent for the sake of being decadent. Um, I'm also like just my style is very like minimalist, very like modern minimalist, like like kind of like black gray like um you know what i mean like I, yeah visually there's i don't need a lot going on i'd actually prefer less going on visually um but i mean outside of that i haven't really put a lot of thought into like kind of what that house buying experience would look like for me because i don't know man like even like because even even like like you said you and i both moved about like 30 miles away from our hometown right you went east i went west the real estate markets in the town that you're in versus the town that i'm in are like they couldn't be more different like they're like you could get you know maybe twice as much square footage in my town versus your town for the same dollars now there's a lot of other differences like you know proximity to new york uh, school districts, uh, property taxes, all kinds of other stuff that come into play as well. Quality of Chinese food. Quality of Chinese food, quality of pizza. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that you that are intangibles, necess- you know, that you get from being in one town or the other. But, you know, I, I've... I, me, I, I've got a hard time, like, justifying, like, well, why would I spend twice as much money for half as much house just to be in a more desirable area um especially given that like i mean the town that i'm in now easton pennsylvania right if you talk to people who are like from this area about easton like 10 years ago hell even like five or six years ago this was not a good town like it was known for being like a shithole like people there was like crime people would get like stabbed on the street like it wasn't like a good place um in the last five or 10 years or so, like there's been a lot of like small businesses that have come in. There's been a lot of like, uh, like local spending on like improving just all kinds of stuff. Right. And so it's kind of grown into, I mean, it sucks to say, but it's becoming gentrified. Right. 
Um, now, the, the real estate market, though, hasn't quite caught up with that. And so you can still get a decent-sized property here in this area at a relatively speaking low cost because it, you know, the, the, the town has this old reputation of being like a, a, you know, not a safe neighborhood or whatever. Um, and so I, I see myself looking for places like that. I see myself looking for play, what's the next, what's like going to be the place to live in like five years, because that way I feel like I'm, it helps me justify like the, all of the upfront costs of buying a house, right? All of the, you know, and, and it helps me kind of uh, feel like I'm getting something out of it, you know? Uh, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, would you rather move somewhere that's like already the place to move? Or would you rather be like four years ahead of the curve, but before people really catch on to like, you know what I mean? Well, that's what I was about to say is that the nice part about North Jersey Everything's here. True. True. You 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 are you are like five to twenty miles from anything you'd want to do. Yeah. And from like nineteen different towns. Yeah. Um and, and that makes it really fucking convenient. Including like the beach, the city, like fuck everything. Yeah. Yeah. You want a small town in upstate New York, you're like twenty miles from it. You want to go to literal actual New York City, you're like twenty miles from it. Yeah. You know, like you want to go to the beach, you're like 20 miles from it. It's yeah. it's hilarious. It's yeah. genuinely so. I couldn't give a shit. I I want to stay up here. Um, I love it here. My grandparents are by here. Um, I also don't give a shit about school district. <laughs> for being honest here, I ain't fucking going to school. Yeah, I mean, not um, yet. You don't. I mean, I'm sure there'll come a time when it matters, but you're not caring about that right now. Honestly, even then, I don't really give a shit. Really? I, un- unless it's like bottom of the barrel but even then i mean the way they measure that shit is usually by standardized test scores which studies have shown don't really mean like fucking anything so it i'm not wait i'm not weighing that very heavily i'll put it that way that wouldn't be the side you wouldn't move somewhere just for the school district no because then you're gonna end up a place like like hunterdon county which is where we're from i fucking hated hunterdon county there was shit to do anywhere it was awful. Uh, see, see, and everyone was there because you could get a bigger house because it was more spread out and because the, the, the school districts were good. I see. I understand why all of our parents moved there. I like if I were, you know, 35 with two kids, right, looking for a house, looking for a place to raise a family. And this is, you know, 20 years ago, definitely. But even now, I still think it kind of applies. It's a nice area. There's, there's no crime to deal with, right? There's no, uh, you don't have to worry about like uh, really anything. You can get a big house. Um, you're in well, there's a good, nowhere to go. But so, but so again, again though, so this is now the, the other side of this is if you're 22 and single, Hunterdon County is like one of the worst places you could ever fucking live. No, I'm not even talking about that. I mean, for like my kid, like I hated growing up in Hunterdon County. I could not go anywhere. There was nothing to do for me. I grew up in a town with like no fucking sidewalks. There was nowhere to, there was like, like no, until you turned 17 and had a driver's license and had access to a vehicle. If you were lucky enough to have not both parents working, which both my parents worked 80 hours a week, 
there was nothing to See, fucking do. No, I, hey man, I, I'm growing I'm up you, there. I, I think sucks. Uh, but so uh, you're 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 thinking about this as being like 14, 15, 16, oh, yeah. 17. Absolutely. I'm talking about imagine you're a, a, a parent and you've got a six year old and a three year old. Yeah, I'd want them somewhere the fuck else. Really? That's that's the other part about it. Everything's so spread out. If I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, chances are their friends are going to live significantly closer to me up here in North Jersey than they would have if they were living in Hunterdon County. Seemingly, no. I went to middle school with kids that seemingly lived nowhere fucking near where I lived, and we went to the same middle school. Yeah. It was bizarre. Yeah. My middle school was also like 500 kids. That's too many kids for middle school. Get them out of there. I don't know how many kids were in my middle school. I mean, there was probably a lot. Our middle school was like four through eight. So, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I have to disagree. I think I, I'd like, I, I totally understand the appeal of, of having a big yard. Like your neighbors are far away and like there's, you know, you could just be with your family and, and you just got a couple of toddlers running around. You can just play in the yard and whatever. Now I, now once those kids start becoming independent, right. I'm I'm uh, fully on board with you. Like it was a horrible place to be a teenager. It was a shitty place to be like like 11 through 17. Well, actually, yeah, cuz trying great. to tr- also trying to date in Hunter County was brutal. Oh my god. Yeah. Jesus I mean, Christ. Kind of what shit, are you doing? That was terrible. I I'm I'm with you on that. That was like, you know, but from the age of 1 to 8 or 9, I, I get it. I I totally get it. I didn't live there from one to eight to nine. <laughs> I lived in North Jersey. Ah, uh, okay. So maybe, so that's, that's where our difference of, so the, if you lived in North Jersey and then moved to Hunterdon County in your teenage years, yeah, that's fucking garbage. Well, I moved, like, I moved to Hunterdon County when I was eight. I mean, that's fucking garbage. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That sucks. Um, I would be interested though, to know, like, cause you have younger siblings. Yeah. Like, what do they think about like having grown up in Hunterdon County? All of us hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, and that's I, the other I, part about it. Like, like if up here, and this, you know, there's public transit. There's buses that go places. We now live within walking distance of the light rail. If you want to go do some shit, whether it's in this town or in one of the adjoining towns, you could basically fucking walk to it or walk to a place that will take you to it. When we were living at home, and my siblings that still live at home are still going through this. Unless you can afford your own fucking vehicle, because both my parents work a significant number of hours for during the week, you ain't fucking going nowhere. You are trapped, my friend. Mm-hmm. Nothing around and nowhere to take you to any of the things that are around. Yeah. It's tough. It's it's really... And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't want my kid to have to go through that shit because I hated it. I hated it so much. Like... If you wanted to walk into town to get ice cream in the town that I grew up in, that was a 20 minute walk with basically no sidewalks. I mean, hey, man, it was talking, awful. Dude, I would have if I wanted to go get ice cream, I'd have to get in a car and drive for like 25 minutes. That's what I'm like, that far. I, like, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, maybe yeah. like 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, like, I'd have to drive from my from Del Val to Jimmy's in Holland. That's the closest ice cream place. Wow. Uh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not fucking far. You couldn't even, like, that would be a fucking far bike ride. 
That would be a far bike ride. That would be a yeah. far bike ride. That would take you like an hour and a half to get there on a bike. Yeah, you're more, you were more in the boonies than I was. Oh, dude, so much yeah. more. The, so I get it. Like, I believe me, I get it. Oh, uh, it was, sucked. There was literally it? no, you, you at least did have sidewalks in your town. And there was a stoplight in your town. In downtown Clinton, yes. Yeah. But to get to it, no. Sure, sure. But so you had a downtown. Tell me where downtown Pittstown is. Oh, there isn't one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but, but downtown Clinton also sucked because it was like, here is an ice cream shop and there's like the custom leather store. Here's two law firms. Dude, here, but here's, here's my dude. I grow me growing up in Pittstown looked at Clinton and went, damn, dude, I wish I grew up in Clinton. There would have been so much stuff to do. Look at all the play. You could go to the ice cream shop and you could go to the, the library and you could walk around on sidewalks. Oh my God, that would be so cool. But I mean, I, there's nothing to do in Clinton. I, I get you. There's nothing to fucking do there. Um, there's city but- spot. There's the mill, I guess. They built that art museum when I was in high man, school. Those are four more things than you've got in Pittstown. I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like, it was horrible to grow up there. Like, if you're an independent person, like, without a, without a car, well, actually, you can't be an independent person without a car. Even if you're a dependent person, like, you just, like, love spending time with your family. Again, unless your family is fucking around, you're hosed, man. You're fucking yeah. hosed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And so, I mean, I get, I, you make a good point though, because like, I, I, and I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying like, if you are down with the isolation aspect yeah, because you want to have your own thing. Cool. Fine. Totally cool. My parents are still like that. Mm-hmm. That is their, that is their bag. I, you know, I, it's not yeah. who I am. It's not who I'm ever going to be. That is totally fine. Um, it, I, but me as a person wouldn't want that for me as a person and me with how I experienced my childhood also would not want that for any potential future children because I just hated it so much. Yeah. So that's why this area I think works out really well for me because there are suburbs where I like, I am currently in an apartment in a suburb. Yeah. Like granted we're two blocks. It's which is hilarious about North Jersey. I love it. We're two blocks from like basically downtown and it switches like on a dime. It's super funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, you can have those little like subdivisions where it's like, all right, here's houses and there's bars and restaurants. Yeah. Um, Which is good for me. I really liked when I lived in Pittsburgh for everything that you just described. Pittsburgh was great. I loved that you could have your own space. You could have a house with a yard and like not have to worry about like sirens outside your door, but you could still be close to all the shit that you wanted. You had, you had sports teams, you had bars, you had restaurants, you had concerts, all that stuff within, you know, five miles of your door. So that I, that I, I do get. I really um, liked Pittsburgh. And, you know, I think, I mean, when it comes down to it, I think I'm in the same camp as you. I, I have, I've tried to kind of justify retroactively why my parents moved to Hunterdon County. And I'm like, eh, I kind of get it. Like, whatever. Um, but I almost think it's, it's cyclical in that, like, what'll happen is, you know, if you and I, right, both raise families, right, in a, 
urban slash more, you know, suburban slash more urban area, right? I think those kids will grow up going, man, I wish I had a bigger yard and I wish like it wasn't so loud. And I wish, you know, and then they'll end up growing up. You know, it'll be great if we move somewhere, we could just have a big yard and just have no one around us and just peace and quiet. You know what I mean? It's funny because there was like a progression, at least through my mother's side, because, Mm -hmm. you know, my my great grandparents moved from Russia to the Bronx and they stayed in the Bronx. They had my grandparents. My grandparents moved from the Bronx to Livingston, New Jersey, which at the time was like nothing was there. Now it's like a nice little town from the Bronx to Livingston. Big difference. Huge, huge. Um. So now if you drive through Livingston, like it has like a nice little downtown area and like there's a bunch of houses. But back when they lived there, they were like, none of the shit was here. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it gets built up a little bit. But even then, you're still in North Jersey. Yeah. And then my mother goes ahead and goes like even farther into Jersey, even farther south, even less near anything. Yeah. Like it was like it was just we went high population, medium population, nobody fucking here. Yeah. And, 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 then, and so I, now I, yeah. you're saying you want to go, hey, man, I hated living where there was no fucking people. I want to go back to where there's fucking people. Right. Right. And, like I I would venture a guess. Right. If we could like fast forward, you know, 50 years. Right. And talk to your kids, your grandkids, whatever. I bet they'd be. I, 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 I really do think it's cyclical. I think it's a case of the grass is always greener. I, th- I think you're probably right. Because um, I, th- I know my dad kind of he's he's talked about that. Like and, and I think one of the reasons he he wants to move i mean for a while like he was of the mindset of like i want to move somewhere where like there's no one within like 100 miles of me i want to be by myself fuck other people which is very much my dad but like as he's gotten closer and closer to like actual retirement age the more he's like gotten serious about like thinking about where to retire he really wants to be i don't know about in a city but near a city because he wants stuff to do and he's like my whole life, I've always kind of either lived in the middle of nowhere or like kind of in between, like in the in like a like a small town, like a Lambertville or like, a, you know, that kind of thing. I've never lived in a place where there you could just walk to stuff just, you know, and he's like, I think that'd be cool. You know, so it's oh, I think it's very much a case of, hey, that sounds different than what I've ever experienced. It's probably better. I think to a certain extent, you're right. Um, it is but, hard to argue with the argument of, hey, the place that I'm living now has got all this stuff and the place I was living before had nothing. It's hard to argue against that, but it's well, also of, I think, the age that we're in. We're in our mid-20s where we're looking to do stuff. Which makes this whole pandemic very challenging, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, the thing with that, though, is you can't account for that. Um, yeah. And I'm, I, I'm obviously trying to a little bit by factoring my own childhood into consideration for how yeah. to rear future ch- children. But uh, that also feels like what you're supposed to do. So, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, so, oh. like, yeah, I'm just going to make it up. Yeah, 100 percent. Oh, 100 percent. Because I, I'm, I'm also, I think, of the mindset that, like, I, if I were going to raise kids, right, I'm thinking, like, if I were if I could be a kid again, I think I would rather have the ability to, like, jump on a bus and, like, go downtown to like the movies or like hop on a train or whatever and go do something like and just without having a hey mom can like can can you drive me to this place and tony's mom will drive us back and like we'll you know it's 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 a fucking mess yeah and then you know what was what was really annoying um when i went to college i also went to college in north jersey and uh, my college would often like 
offered discounted tickets for shit to do in the city, which was great. So, you know, you could buy like Yankees tickets for like not much money and they'd like sponsor trips to museums and shit. Um, All it was, was, you know, there was a bus that would bring you into Penn station and then you just had to like go back to Penn station and afterwards and like find your fucking bus. And when I, the first time I did that, I got absolutely fucking lost. And one of the other guys that I was with had to be like, all right, we're just looking for this bus. And I'm like, what, where is it? How do we find it? Where to go? Um, because there's no public transit of any kind where we grew up. Dude. Like none, not even like shit. Like here, the, the one bus of the town nope. that goes just there's to nothing. one bear, not nope, literally, nothing. literally nothing. nothing. And so I never learned how to navigate public transportation at all. Dude, the, all four years when I was in Pittsburgh, right? I like my, my ID function is a bus pass for the buses in Pittsburgh. I, I got so much anxiety anytime I got on a bus because it would take so much, it would take so much effort to know like do i need the 73a the 73b the 73c the 72b what do i need and then i finally figure out what bus i get on and i get, i get on the bus and I go but is it going the right direction is it going this way or that way and i've done that before i got on the right bus but it was going the wrong direction and ended up sitting on the bus for like an hour and a half because it went all the way around the fucking city back to and oh man it like and, uh, it, and the, uh, it's not hard. It's not a hard thing to, to do, but no. I had never had to do it before. Right. And, and so and like, it feels like such a stupid thing not to be able to do. Yeah. And I wouldn't, you, I would, I would, I was so anxious. I didn't ask anybody, Hey, which way is this bus going? Or like, what, but no, I was just like, Oh, this is probably the bus got on the bus and like ended up uh, man. So there was one time. So, <laughs> okay. So there was one time that Olivia and Skylar came to visit. And we, uh, this was the first time that Olivia got high. We ate, we ate edibles. And then we got on a bus and we, we went downtown to go to an art museum. We got there fine, right? We, we got there fine. But then like the weed kicked in, right? We're high as shit. We're downtown to this art museum. We're trying to get back. <laughs> we ended up, uh, we took a bus I think we wanted the 54 and we got on like a 52 or or vice versa or something like that. And we ended up going like away from the city, ended up in like the Hill district, which is like notoriously dangerous. Like, like people tell you like, don't go there. Like you'll get carjacked, you'll get stabbed. It's bad. Um, and like all of a sudden, like the, the, we're all, we're super high, like not really paying attention, but we're like kind of looking out the windows. And all of a sudden, like all of the storefronts, like just have all, now they've all got bars over the windows. And like there's windows that are shot out. And like it just, we're all of a sudden in a very bad area. And, uh, and so we decide we're like, we definitely are on the wrong bus. We got off the bus, but didn't know what bus we needed to get back on to go back. So we're just like lost in the Hill District, high as shit. No idea what bus we needed to get back on. Eventually, we found our way back, but that was a very traumatic experience. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, like the New York subway system terrifies me. Like I, I don't know. I like I can't do it. Can't navigate it, dude. I feel so like a happy savant. I don't need to navigate it because I feel I like a savant because it's like the one thing that I can do. Really, you can. I you can't can do the subways. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm like fucking great at it or have it on tap. But like looking at the map, 
the map makes figures. complete and total fucking sense to me. Nah. Like I, abs- I look at it. I'm like, I perfectly I know where I am. I know where I need here. to go. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's like the more basic rudimentary shit. Like, you know what kills me every single time I have to do it. It is walking out of a subway station, bus station, whatever in New York and um, knowing which direction to start walking in. Like, I will literally be like, all right, I know, I know I'm on like 12th, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm on 12th. I, and I know I have to start walking towards 14th. That's up. I don't know which way is up right now. Yeah. And I will pull out Google maps on my phone and punch in an address that is two blocks from where I'm going, where I know how to get there, but I needed to tell me which way to start walking. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I've been like, all right, I, I'm, I'm on third. I got to get to fifth um, and I'll start walking and I'll see second. I'll be like, fuck, these avenues are so fucking long. And I have to turn my ass back Josh, and walk two hours the other single time. I punch it, it in sucks. Google Maps and go, oh, Google Maps. Thank you. This way. And that way is always not the way I need to go. It's that way. Because it like I, takes a second and yeah, like so I will, sure I will stand there. Pointing. I will stand there and I will spin in a circle <laughs> to try to make sure I'm turning in the right direction and I still get it wrong. Dude, I, that would happen to me in Pittsburgh too. In Pittsburgh, downtown Pittsburgh is like a seven by seven grid. It's not. It's so fucking tiny. It's like smaller than like a, a single neighborhood in 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 Manhattan. And I would get lost. I would get lost every single fucking time. It's like once you get going, it's like all right, like you know, I then I can count the numbers, I can count the abs, like I'm I'm good. Starting, oh god, oh god, no, yeah, no, thank you, yeah, yeah, it's tough. I mean, that is the one. That's the one downside of the grid system is that every corner looks the same. <laughs> like, so no matter which way you're facing, they all look the same. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, to loop but so this would all you the- ever? Would you ever live in New York? Would you want to live in, like, in Manhattan? Or is uh, that too much? Is that too busy? Manhattan? Yeah, Manhattan. Not the Bronx, not, like, not Brooklyn, not, like, Manhattan. So here, here's the problem with Manhattan. If you want to live in lower Manhattan, it is very, very fucking expensive. For New York, it's expensive. Yeah, Because yeah. that's where all the businesses are. So people who, ha- who want to have short commutes where it's like, I work on Wall Street, and I want to walk to the office – they live down there and spend, you know, five grand a month in rent for like a two bedroom apartment because it's like, hey, I have the money and I don't feel like walking and they can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that takes uh, that takes out most of it. You don't want to live near 42nd. Fuck, fuck that shit. And then if you want to live north of that, then you're in like the Upper East Side. And it's like, I don't want to live by these people. These people are awful. These people are everything I hate. These are the people that I judge. These are the people with bags that are too nice with nothing in the fucking gum. Like, get that shit out of here. What about the other side? What about the West Side, though? Same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. It's a little different. It's not quite as uppity. It's basically the same. Upper, I mean. It's it's not quite as uppity, though. It's it's, it's it's, not quite as uppity. It's like, all right, you know, the Guggenheim's not over here, but we still have really nice diners. Uh, It's the same fucking thing. Um, North of that would be fine. Um, But it's like, then as a white guy, it's like, do I want to be one of the people who's gentrifying Harlem? (laughs) Like, I don't know if that's my move. Yeah, um, I have no problem with Harlem. I've been there a few times. It's really nice. The food's amazing. But it's like, do I want to be part of the problem? Do you want to be that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's like, and then you get to the Bronx and it's basically the same conversation. 
Um, I feel a connection towards the Bronx. What's funny about the Bronx is that so many of the buildings are still named after like the Jews who donated a lot of money to them back in like the fifties through seventies, but there's like no Jews there anymore. Really? Um, yeah. So like when last time I was there with my grandparents, we went around their neighborhood, um, which was so funny because my mother's, my grandmother was like, you know, when we used to live here, this used to be a ghetto. And I was like, wow, I can't believe it's gotten better, <laughs> but it has. Um, yeah, for people who think that like when Jews lived there, it was nice. It was not. It was very bad. Um, but like we went to like my grandmother used to um, she learned piano at this like community center mm. nearby her parents apartment. And we went there and it's named after someone super Jewish. I forget what the name of it was. And then you walk in and it's like nobody here. Nobody here's Jewish. Um, and it's that's there's nothing wrong. Like, it's great. Like, it, yeah. it's being run by people who live in the community now. That's what it's supposed to be there for. But it's so funny because it's like the Herb Leibowitz, like, <laughs> community center. And it's like, you know, I'm so happy you said Leibowitz. I was going to say that. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Yeah. Say and, it, and, it, and it's like, you know, here's Atien and, and Lakeisha. And it's like, I'm glad you both are here. But it's just hilarious because it wasn't expecting every, that. Every name on every door is like a different stereotype of a Jewish name. And then it's like, hey, look, people of, of like ethnic backgrounds are actually here, which is great. Yeah, um, but it's yeah. just funny to see. Uh, but regardless, uh, it, it feels like the time has passed there. Um, I thought about it very briefly, very seriously, but very briefly when I was applying for jobs with the Yankees because I got like a second interview with them. And I was like, oh, shit, like this is actually kind of a possibility. There'll be a reason to move there. Yeah. Right. Right. So like, if I was to like move to the Bronx, one, am I cool with that? And like, two, like, where would I be? Yeah. And I spent some time like, you know, figuring like neighborhoods and shit out there. Um, But I I was, I didn't get like too serious about it because it was a second interview and I ended up not getting the job. So it didn't matter, but that's that. And when one of my friends moved to the city were the only two times I was like, could I live in the city? Like, would I, yeah. would I do it? Uh, and the answer was probably no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like visiting. I, I, I've always thought like, I think the idea to me, the, the idea of, of living in New York city, like the, the fantasy of living in, in New York city, I think is much more appealing than the reality of it. I think just me knowing me, per, that's just, it's too much stimulation all the time. Like, you know what I mean? I, 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 I don't get me wrong. I love going there. Right. I love visiting. Right. It, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place to go. Cause there's always shit happening, but I don't know if I would want shit to always be happening like right outside my front door. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of like being able to like have nothing happening, you know? Um, and so, I mean, I like, I could see myself, maybe living in like Brooklyn somewhere, maybe. Um, and like one of the quieter neighborhoods, right? But like, I couldn't see myself living like in Manhattan anywhere or like anywhere where it's like like New York, New York, you know what I mean? Right. I, uh, I don't even mind that. For me, it's the space aspect. Like my friend Jackie, who lives in the city, she has a nice apartment. It's a one-bedroom apartment that she actually spends like almost no money on. It's insane. Yeah, she got um, a she got a steal, right? She's for anyone listening. Uh, for anyone listening to this in New York, just to make you mad, um, she lives on the Upper East Side, yeah. um, and pays eleven hundred dollars a month in rent. She pays um, less than I do. She, 
I think uh, that was when she first got it. I think her rent increased a little bit the second time. I think now it's like eleven fifty or like twelve hundred. Yeah, Um, and she lives like she lives right after like if when if in Central Park, Schumann's Trail lives right outside of that, like down the road from the Guggenheim. Um, Like it's a it's a wonderful location. Oh Um, my god! I let her neighbors hate her. Fuck them. I mean, I, I, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, they're probably shitty people, but like, I'll bet her neighbors hate her. <laughs> but it's a great apartment, and yeah. like, eleven hundred dollars, like, yeah, like if if you live on the East Coast, like that is a very doable at median salary. That is a very doable amount of, of rent, like at median salary, not even like a good salary. That, that yeah. that's a doable rent. Like I said, that's um, less than I'm paying here, man. But the problem is, it's not it's not itty bitty, but it's not big. It is. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting layout. You walk into the kitchen, the bathroom's on your left. You turn to your right. There's a, a living room. You turn, and then straight through that is the um, bedroom. So the whole apartment's like a straight line. Um, and there's just not much space to put things. Yeah. And I think that's the real thing. And, you know, I hate to make it sound, you know, like so. I need my space because I, at the same time, don't stuff. feel like, well, yeah. I think it's like, I don't feel like I need much space. Like I don't feel like I need much yard or like any of that shit. Or I don't feel like I need like a finished basement in my life necessarily. Like that's the extreme. Right. It's like her living room would be basically my music setup. And then there'd be a TV somewhere. And then a couch would have to be blocking a door. Like, I don't know how I would get, just the, the the bare minimum of my shit yeah. in her apartment. And you'd that's have, where I think I'd have, have a problem. You'd have to sell some of your guitars. And, like, you'd have to not bring all that stuff. You couldn't have all that stuff there. Right, right. Which is, I mean, you know, she, her parents live in, like, Fairlawn. So it's, like, a super quick commute. So she left a lot of shit back home. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if I was to live in the city, my parents would be, like, an hour and a half away. It would be undoable. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's the that's the big thing for me. Cause, cause I don't mind, I don't mind shit happening right outside my front door. I would actually kind of love that. Um, really? yeah, yeah, I, I like, I like people doing things. I like knowing that, that there is a pulse because Lord knows we did not get that, um, at our hometown. Another thing that I liked <clears throat> is, uh, even just living here, when you see people walking down the street, sometimes Sometimes they look like you and that's nice because when you are in Huntington County, every time you see someone walking down the street, somehow they're always 65 and it is astonishing. I've never once seen like a cool looking, well-dressed young person uh, walking around the streets of Clinton, New Jersey. They are all 65. You're totally right though. I never, I, that you're right. You're right. Like we were driving through Montclair the other day. Cause I live right by Montclair and it's like full of people and they're like, 20s wearing clothes that I would also wear like going out to eat at restaurants I would also go eat at and like that's kind of cool it's even I'll take that a step further as I mean like I mean we're both technically minorities right myself maybe more visibly than than you (laughs) not Um, maybe (laughs) but um I mean that is something that my parents me like all my whole family have all like recognized like yeah, if we could do it again, maybe Hunterdon County, maybe not Hunterdon County because of how not diverse it is. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been, it would have been nicer and maybe even still Hunterdon County, but maybe not Del Val, maybe like Hunterdon Central or like North. It was maybe a little bit more diverse. Um, 
I mean, again, it's still yeah, I know super what you fucking mean. I know, white. Yeah, I but, know what you mean. Yeah. yeah so, uh, and like, I mean, it, it's hard to say what effect that would have had because like, you know, everyone has only one childhood, right? But I, I, I like to think that, that maybe being exposed to a, a more diverse group of people at a younger age might have helped, might have helped me. I think definitely would have helped my sister with some of our own like anxiety and social problems and things like that growing up. Not to say that, you know, I had like a really tough time growing up or anything like that, but it was, when I, it really became apparent when I went to college, when I went to college and was all of a sudden now around a very diverse group of people in the city of Pittsburgh from interacting with people from all over the country, some people from like all over the world, it became very apparent how white I was and how like little cultural exposure I had. Um, you know, I went through life, you know, growing up like, the first 18 years of life thinking like, oh, I'm a, I'm Korean. I'm a, a Korean American. I was adopted. Like I'm cultural as fuck. Um, got to Pittsburgh and realized, no, dude, I'm like the whitest guy in the room consistently. <laughs> um, and so having more diverse cultural exposure is something that I think is important to me, you know, wherever I do raise a family, I think that'll be an important aspect of where I move, you know, not that I'm looking necessarily to move to like the most diverse town, but it'll be important that there is some level of diversity. Yeah, man. Representation matters. Yeah. Because, you know, as a, as a young kid, right. When you're looking around at like adults and looking at, 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 role models and things like that it, it helps tremendously when they look like you, you yes know? like when you see if you if you had a bunch of jewish a prominent jewish figures in the community doing stuff that definitely would have made a difference or had some impact on you as a kid right oh in sure way like if i had seen more you know korean americans or even just asian americans in my community doing things it would have given me a more concrete, like, oh, I could aspire to be like that guy because he looks like me, you know? Yeah. It was really hard for the first, like, you know, really t- like 20 years of my life, all my role models didn't look anything like me, <laughs> you know? So that is something that I think will, will definitely play a big part in where I want to move and where I want to raise a family. And you see, man, like, there's so much, just as we kind of, like, wrap up here, um, that's why I thought this would be an interesting jumping off point as a, as a topic, because it's like when, when we were in like middle school and high school, yeah, you get told you're going to college and you just picture a big fucking building <laughs> with yeah. a bunch of young people wearing backpacks, no clue where those buildings are, no clue what they're studying. There's a building, there's backpacks. And there's some professor wearing a tweed jacket with elbow patches. Yep, yep, That's yep. just what it was. And there was no details. And it feels like, you know, you can look back on that and be like, oh, I went to University of Pittsburgh. Oh, I went to Ramapo College. Like now there's details that can inform, yep. you know, where, where those backpacks were. Yep. Um, what, the, what the hallways look like, what the professors look like, what the students were studying. What the experience was and what yep. you liked and disliked. And now it feels like we're doing that. A or, similar you know, thing. Yeah. Right. Or at least like getting ready for that next part. It, we're living somewhere that's not home. So we have a little bit more experience than like the going to college experience. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, it, and it's so much more of your own timing and wants and desires that it's, I don't know. It's an interesting part of, of the, the growth 
uh, the maturing process that I, I hadn't really thought about much, even after my first move. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really well, didn't like think about it till now. I mean, like you were, I mean, there, there really is nothing to compare it to. We don't have any other life experiences where it's like, oh, it's going to be like that. You know, right. Like when we went to college, right. It was like, we, we thought like, oh, it'll be like high school, but bigger, more freedom. Uh, you know, you had, there was some archetype of what schooling and education was. I mean, we were on our own, we're living in an apartment. Right. And so the idea of like having your own space and taking care of your own living space is something that we now have a little bit more familiarity with, but there really isn't like a, we could say, Oh, buying a house and looking for a house and trying to where you want to raise your family is going to be like the time we did xyz like we don't there's yeah. nothing else that we could compare it to and right so it's it's hard to in your mind figure out what that even looks like because you haven't done it exactly yeah all right man you got anything else before we get out of here uh i have nothing else for the group um uh, this is good i think uh yeah i don't know all right on. Um, all right. If you uh, if you want to follow the show on uh, Twitter, we never post from there, but you can follow it at YCBS Pod. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Joshua D. Tracy. Matt doesn't have a Twitter. Um, he could try posting from the YCBS Pod Twitter, but he's not going to do it. Uh, if you want to send us emails, you can do so at YCBSPod at gmail.com. And... Um, yeah, man, that's it. Well, we're happy to be back, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.